Today, you are listening to Think Again Christian, where pop culture and Christian traditions collide with biblical truth. Sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, pastor of Ravensdale Bible Church and superintendent of Rainier Christian Schools, Tony Jamie. Rethinking and re-examining concepts, ideas, traditions, and challenging your beliefs from American pop culture, your Christian denominational circles, and and the way we do that is by the, the renewing of our minds through, through God's Word and, and through conversation, thinking again. Isn't it amazing how powerful a piece of, of paper can be? I mean, think of, it, think of it this way. The pen is mightier than the sword. Well, now the pen really has, has no meaning with, without the paper, Right? So what's on the paper? Let me just turn the phrase there and we'll, 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 we'll change it from now on. The, the, the paper is mightier than the sword or something like that and give me credit for it. But think about some pieces of paper that, that really packed a punch in your life. Did you ever get one of your tests back that had a big giant red F on it or lots of red markings from the teacher or the editor? How about a, a late notice note on one of your bills or notice of termination or a pink slip, a rejection letter for a, a college application or, 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 or something that you're, you've set your heart on? Maybe it's Paperwork for a lawsuit, you know, you've been served. Well, of course, these are all very negative pieces of paper that I'm talking about. But, but, but wow, I mean, what, what a, what a powerful impact these, these types of papers have and emotions and fear and anxiety and come into play. And even, even physically, immediately you can see something on a piece of paper and your heart starts pounding and you start sweating and, you know, you feel that deep kick within your gut. Well, today we're going to see one of the most threatening letters ever written and how one godly man responded. And, and this letter would become known as Hezekiah's prayer letter. Well, I'm always interested when, when, when the Bible actually, you know, has the same story twice. Right, the same story twice, twice, in, in, in two different books. You know, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'm making an assumption that that I shouldn't make. But it, but just it, it makes me think. You know what? God really wants to make a point here, because remember, He only has to say it once. I mean, He He doesn't have to keep repeating Himself. He, he says it once, and we're to follow and obey. And yet, He's chosen this this letter that Hezekiah receives. And, and, and in 2 Kings 18 and 19, it's, it's covered. And in 2 Chronicles 29 through 32, it's covered. And, and we see this interesting story of the king of Assyria who issues a, a threat letter to King Hezekiah. Now, you, you have to understand the, the situation. Israel, Israel, the nation of Israel, is actually divided into to two kingdoms. And, and one of the kingdom's names uh, keeps the name Israel, and that's the, the northern kingdom. And the second uh, 
you know, division is in the south of Israel and they call it Judah. And, and, and Hezekiah comes in and, 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 you know, he's, he's the 25 years old and he's, he's the new king. And he's, he's torn down temples and he's made changes and, and reforms and, and Israel's actually, you know, following the ways of the Lord. And, and, and into his reign, he, he gets this letter from King Sennacherib of Assyria. Now, you, you have to understand, Assyria's 9-0 in battle. They're blowing through the world. They're blowing through. I mean, if, if you remember Mike Tyson, you know, you, you, you know don't blink because you might miss the fight. You know, it's going to be over in, in the first round, and he's just mowing through everybody, you know, challenger after challenger. Well, this is Assyria. In Assyria, you know, they, they send messengers and, and, you know, ahead and, and say, look, um, we're coming. We're, we're going to give you fair notice, Hezekiah. Um, here, here's our resume. We defeated, you know, that little place called Egypt, you know, that little country most powerful country in the world. Yeah, we took them down. That's why we were the heavyweight champions. And, and you know, your, your, your friends up north, Israel, you know, we, we've taken them out too. And, and they start listing all the nations and all the countries, by the way, all of which are more powerful than Judah. It's, it's, it's kind of like the Super Bowl champion, you know, ma- making a challenge to the team that's 0-15. You know, we're coming to your field to play, or you can just give up now. We'll just cut out the middle man. This is, this is a war against gods. And, and, and part of this letter that, that is laid out is, you know, you keep claiming the God thing, but we've already taken out your God up north. And all the other gods of all the other nations, all the so-called gods, we've, We've destroyed them too. And this is one of the things that we lose sight of when we're reading the Old Testament is, and in these battles is, these are God battles. These are God fights. Little God, not real gods. The, the other countries, the other nations, they, they know this too. That's why it's so important that we understand what's taking place. And by the way, we know they have at least 185,000 warriors. Fighting soldiers give you some context in America today. We have about 194,000 Marines. So what should Hezekiah do if, 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 if you were Hezekiah and you were the king and, you know, hey, I'm a pacifist, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a preacher. I'm, a, I'm, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. What would you do? Surrender without a fight? Well, again, we have to know who Hezekiah is and and, and, and Hezekiah, his, his father was Ahaz, who was one of the worst kings ever. Worshipped foreign idols, sent away the priests. Just a terrible king. But his mom was the daughter of Zechariah. And in the first year that Hezekiah comes into his reign, we see that Hezekiah is a good king who follows after God. And, and, I, and I love the way it says it. In the first year of the first month. Now, any, anybody who goes into a, a, a new place, new leadership, whether it's a company, whether it's um, you know, a church, 
you know, the, your first moments are pretty important, pretty important. Now, you don't want to make too big of a splash, but you need to make some kind of a splash. So, so what is, what is it that you're going to hang your hat on in the beginning? And in the first year of the first month, he begins his spiritual reforms. And he opens the doors of the house of the Lord. He, he brings back the priests and the Levites. He, he rejects the wicked ways of the previous kings. He destroyed the idols and the high places. Israel had even come to the point where they were worshiping the, the bronze serpent. Remember the bronze serpent in, in numbers that, that if you looked up at the serpent, once you got bitten is a, is a picture of Jesus on the cross, that, that you would be, be healed and not die from the snake bite. It's a great picture of the cross. Well, they began to worship that. So he broke it into pieces. Could you imagine such a, an awesome you know, symbol? But see, Hezekiah was a man of God. And it was a very dark time for Israel. Very dark time. And he was in a very difficult situation. Again, could you imagine being a new leader in an organization and you're trying to change the whole culture and maybe you're the only one who cares? So how does Hezekiah, a godly king, how does he do this? How does he respond to to this letter? I love his response. He gets the letter and he spreads it out on the ground. He spreads it out before the Lord in the temple, in the house of God, he lays it out there and he starts to pray. Now, I'm going to make an assumption here. If, if he's laying it out on the ground and he starts to pray, I think he's still prostrate, on knees, maybe hands and knees. But I could be wrong. But, but nevertheless, he's, he humbles himself before the Lord. Maybe it's a late notice, a pink slip or bad news and you don't know what to do with it, and your heart's pounding, and you're sweating, and you're anxious, and what do you do? And you get that letter, and you lay it down before the Lord, and you begin to pray. I want to look at three little aspects to this story, and, and some th- three, three guidelines that, that we can maybe glean from of how, how Hezekiah's address uh, to God in prayer, how, how, how we can maybe see you know, a pattern, how we can see a, a pattern, how we see how he goes before God and, and, and what's God's answer. I mean, how do you approach the throne of God? What is the official, you know, emergency 101 prayer tactic 101? You know, what, what do you say to, to, to God? What, what's the opening statement? And so I love looking at real, real prayers in the Bible because you, you, you start to see a lot of different call signs for for God. So we see in 2 Kings 19, he says, Oh Lord, God of Israel. He, he, he personalizes, hey, not, not just the God of the universe, the God of creations, the God of Israel, my land, my country, my people, enthroned above the cherubim, recognizing, Hezekiah recognizes that this is the God whose position is above even the angels. Thou art the God, not a God. Not one of the gods, the God, thou alone, Hezekiah, again, recognizing, I'm not just coming to you because I think, you know, you're on our team or you're the best of the rest. No, you're the only one. You are the only God that there is. And then he refers to him as the living God, not dead, 
not not a piece of wood, not not a stone, not marble, not an idea. You are the living God. O oh Lord, our God. Personalizing it. You know, if you're you're struggling in your your prayer life, if you're struggling with that intimacy with with the Almighty, you know what? You could write these things down and 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 you end the prayer. You you start, oh Lord, God of Seattle. Oh Lord, enthroned above the cherubim. Oh Lord, thou art the God. There are no other gods, there are no other, you know, Islam or you know Buddha or any you are the only God. You're the only way. And you're alive. You're alive today. And so when we come back, we will take a closer look at Hezekiah's prayer letter. Since their small beginnings in 1963, the ministry of Rainier Christian Schools has been dedicated to educating and developing each of their students for the glory of God. And it's more than just a school. Rainier Christian Schools is actually an entire school district, with three schools serving the areas of Kent, Auburn, Covington, Renton, and Maple Valley. The Christ-centered environment weaves God's truth through everything they do, from top-notch academics all the way through their competitive sports programs. Learn more at rainiercsd.org or call 425-255-7273. That's 425-255-7273. Contact Rainier Christian Schools today. Welcome back. You're listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools. And now your host, Tony Jamie. What do you do when you get that piece of paper that scares you to death, that makes you sad, that you don't know how to respond or, or, or what to do with it because it's, it's serious and it's, it, it threatens you. Well, Hezekiah, the king of Judah, received such a letter. It was a, it was a threat from the king of Assyria, a powerful king, a king saying that he was going to come and destroy Israel. And Hezekiah takes that letter and lays it out before the Lord and praise and praise over the letter. And so we're looking at some of the, the lessons that we can learn in this prayer. And we, we're, we're looking at particular three aspects of this lesson. One is, you know, how, how we approach the throne of God, how we address God. What, what, what is the pattern that Hezekiah uses here? Is there, is there a pattern, a method? And how does God answer? And so we took a look at how, 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 Hezekiah refers to to God in a very personal way, in a very respect respectful uh, way. But, but we also want to look at the pattern. Now, when we think of pattern, I, I always go back to the Lord's Prayer, right? The you know the Lord's Prayer, and you know, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, right? And we've broken that down into you know we adore God, and then we confess, and then we have a time of thanksgiving, and then we have a time of supplication where we ask, you know, A C T S, you know, the the acronym. And that's a great way for us to kind of process and, and have a method or a pattern of prayer. You know, there's not only one method. There's not only one pattern. And, and we see Hezekiah's patterns. He, he starts off with, with adoring God and then extolling God and just giving him very high praise. And then he goes into his plea. And he's very specific about his prayer. That was one of the things that, that, that I've learned by studying Old Testament prayers is you know, a lot of times we just kind of hedge our bet, right? We, we think, well, we, we, we want to be in line with God's purpose and God's will, and I don't really know what God's purpose or God's will is, so I'm going to 
kind of pray this prayer that, that hedges on, eh, I don't know. You know, my, my, my wife's on her deathbed, but I don't know if God really wants to take her to be home. And that would be good for her to go into heaven. But I love my wife and, you know, I've got children and you know what? I want my wife to live. If that's what you want, then, then ask the Lord to spare her life, knowing that he may have other plans, but, but be specific. And then we see this pattern of, of, of glorifying God throughout the prayer. Cause that's what it's really about anyway. It's, it's bringing God glory is our purpose. Well, we, we have the luxury of, of seeing God's answer in this, in this great story of Hezekiah and that we see in second Kings 19. And we see that, that God answered and he, and he says, you know what? I, I've heard you. I heard. And, and I'll defend the city and I'll save it. Why? For my sake and David. He, go, he goes back to covenant promise. He goes back to, you know, God is a, is a faithful God to his people. And so, you know, as the prayer comes to, to God, God says, I'll defend the city and, and I'll defend it because I've promised you that I will take care of you. I, I, and, and you know what else? I will make him fire by the sword in his own land. God starts getting a little specific about what he's going to do. Why? Because the king of Assyria has reproached and blasphemed the Holy One. The Holy One of Israel. This is not just a God. This is the one and only God. And by the way, King Sennacherib, you have just insulted God's chosen people. The Holy One of Israel, God even refers back to ancient times where he, where he planned Israel's destiny. He planned that, that Israel, if they disobey him, that, that God would punish them. God would scatter them, but God would always be there and, and bring them back and have a remnant. And he says, I will put my hook in your nose, my bridle in your lips. And we see the final culmination of 2 Kings 19.35 where, where the Lord's, the Lord's angel kills 185,000 Assyrian warriors. What an unbelievable answer to prayer. Unbelievable answer. Now, one of the aspects that I'm, that I'm able to, to apply from, from Hezekiah's prayer letter is, is his unbelievable humility. I mean, as a, as a pastor, as a father, a CEO, I, I'm supposed to, you know, have all the answers. I'm supposed to be the answer guy. Hezekiah doesn't, doesn't have a plan or a solution. The, the plan is, is to pray. That's the big plan. I mean, again, remember, he, he's the king. What are we going to do, king? And he looks at you and says, give me the letter. I'm going to lay it on the ground and I'm going to pray. How does that sound to you? Sometimes you're going to be against all odds. Sometimes you're going to be against the king that's 9-0, 185,000 warriors. You're going to be in, in a business deal. You're going to be in relationships, your school, career, etc. And, and it's not looking good. It, it, it's looking bad. What are you going to do? One of the other little cool aspects to this story is that we see that, that Isaiah is involved. And we see that, that God speaks through Isaiah to go communicate to Hezekiah. God God. Put some people in our lives to help us. We're not alone. We're not alone out here. God's there. 
His Holy Spirit is within you, and there's brothers and sisters in Christ that uphold you. We're not alone. I'm often reminded of Hezekiah's prayer letter while I'm performing my 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 duties at, at Rainier Christian Schools. I'm, you know, my one of my titles is I'm the superintendent of the schools. Well, you know, what does that mean? It depends on who you ask. Some would call me the the spiritual leader of the school. Some would call me the the academic leader of the school. Some would say that I'm the 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 business development or, or personnel or you know HR or manager. Uh, I'm I'm the CEO. I'm the 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 controller. The 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 bookkeeper. And I, you know, on a day to day basis, I I deal with some tricky and interesting situations between you know relationally between students and staff and you know how, how do I handle that? How do what do I do when sometimes I get I get that long long email? Well, you know what? Quite often I I'll print it out. I'll literally print it out. I print out the email and I lay it down on the floor in my office and I pray over it before I make that decision. I pray for wisdom. I pray for discernment. I'll, I'll pray out my, my staff bios and, you know, I have a picture of my staff and something about their family and, you know, and I'll, and I'll pray over my, my teachers. I'll, I'll get my goals and, 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 and the plans behind the goals, the action items, the strategies, and I and I lay those out, and, and I pray that God blesses and and helps me with my efforts, and I pray that my my efforts are accurate and right and and godly, and and I and I pray that they're His will and and His desire, and 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 I want Him to see my goals. And then recently, we've been going over our you know our our budget for for next year, and. You know, there's a lot of projections. There's 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 a lot of calculations, and you know, it's a 150 sheets of 11 by 14 spreadsheets, and it's just number upon number upon number. And yet, that's what drives our school financially, and to to lay that out before the throne of God, to pray for accuracy, to pray for again for the, for that that wisdom and discernment. One one of the great blessings that I've had in my life was a two year stint. Where for two straight years, in my prayer journal, I I, I prayed for one million dollars to be donated to Rainier Christian Schools, and when I left for a time being, I, I I stopped praying that prayer. And the interesting thing was, my prayer was that I wanted that gift to come in from an outside source that nobody in our organization could claim. I didn't want it to be a pride thing. I didn't want it to be something that we could say this was of man. We 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 convinced somebody. We sold our program. We we you know. I I want it to be all about God. I want it to be all about this is what the Lord did for us through prayer. Just a just a, a pure outside gift. The interesting thing happened was when I became the superintendent at Rainier Christian Schools on the first day. I received a, a notice of a gift of a million dollars. You could only imagine what that did for my encouragement and for my faith. The cool thing was, is it was, you know, about four years after the first day that I prayed that prayer. And I, immediately I went in and I got my prayer journal and I looked at the date and it was like, whoa, that's incredible. And guess what? None of us had anything to do with it. It wasn't because of me. 
It wasn't because of anybody on the staff. It was because of God. See, we're going to face challenges and you know, and over the course of the last year at Rainier Christian Schools, I mean, we've had a fire, we had a transformation blowout, we had flooding, you know, two mortgages that were due, school closure, two campus changes, broken buses. Uh, I mean, there's been so many opportunities for, for us to beseech the Lord in prayer. And, and I'm just going to tell you, so many times they'll start with a piece of paper that I laid out on the ground and just prayed using the example of Hezekiah. Well, if you're anything like me, you know, my prayer life has gone through some, some cycles, some good cycles, some bad cycles. And I've learned, you know, not to just pray, you know, for, for responses. Um, but, but, but the point of my prayer is, is the relationship, the relationship that I'm building with, with the Lord, the, the conversation that I'm, that I'm having with the Lord. And, and, and you know what? I don't always know exactly what to pray, but I love to see how God responds. And, and I pray boldly, and yet I pray in vulnerability and weakness. I pray for miracle and miracles and outrageous outcomes. Why? Because he's able, and he's a God who answers prayers. And so the next time you get that piece of paper that troubles you, lay it on the ground, and like Hezekiah, pray over it. Think again, Christian. You've been listening to Think Again Christian, sponsored by Rainier Christian Schools and Tony Jamie. Rainier Christian Schools serves preschool through high school with three locations in the Renton, Maple Valley, Covington, Kent, and Auburn areas. For more information about Rainier Christian Schools, www.rainiercsd.org or call 425-255-7273.